listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. All right, we've got a lot to get to today, friends, and uh, it's kind of one of those days where you kind of look at the uh, stories and you say, "Are we living in the in the bizarro world? Is it is it an upside down, inside out universe?" Uh, and it starts right here at home. We'll talk about it right now on Kevin McCullough Radio. You know, there's um, there's ample evidence in the day in which we live that Sometimes 2 Timothy 3, the first couple of verses of that chapter, uh, actually make sense, where Paul says to a very young Timothy, who he was kind of mentoring, that uh, in the last days, terrible times will come when men will be lovers of themselves uh, rather than lovers of good, uh, lovers of what is evil instead of lovers of God. And I can't help but see that being played out right now, particularly in this story involving the New York subway and the Marine. Um, th- we're, we're finding out a lot more about the, the guy that the Marine put in, in the chokehold. And they're, they're going to talk to the witnesses that were on the train and so forth, the, the investigations in a way. But he has been charged with murder. And it seems odd that the media already knows what he's been charged with. And yet hardly any of them are saying anything about the guy that he actually took down who had 40, I believe it's 40 charges of assault on strangers. In other words, this guy regularly was going around and just knocking people silly for no reason. And one of his uh, one of the things he was charged with was just recently punching a 67 year old woman smack in the face as she's getting off a train. This Marine felt something. He intuitively knew that something bad was going to happen when he started menacing the people on that car. But we only have 32,000 police on a force that needs about 75 to 80,000 police officers to be effective. Where are we at? AOC said he's a murderer. Mayor Adams said, hold your horses. Let's let the investigation play out. Let's ask Governor Mike Huckabee, who joins us every Friday. And, Governor, I don't mean to overly spiritualize this, but... It seems as though we have a habit in this society right now of calling good people bad and bad people good and bad actions good and good actions bad. It just seems like the inside out, upside down universe. We really do have a vertical problem. It's not horizontal. Everybody thinks it's the left versus the right, Democrats versus the Republicans. This is not horizontal. This is vertical. This is uh, God versus evil, good versus horrible. Uh, as my daughter said, this is normal versus crazy. And at some point, I, I hope that people will start looking at this from a spiritual perspective, because there is no political explanation. You can't rationally come up with a reason to think that mutilating children, 
uh, is okay, and keeping even that from their parents is okay, and that somehow it's all right for a person to have 40 different assault charges against them, and then one day somebody steps in to keep that from happening the 41st time, and then it's the person who steps in, who's the bad guy, who gets charged with a crime. I'm with Eric Adams. Let's let this play out. Maybe he used excessive force. Uh, maybe he didn't have to go through a 15-minute chokehold. I don't know. wasn't there. But given the circumstances, you would think that the worst they would probably charge him with would be uh, manslaughter. But murder seems like you're indicating that this Marine actually wanted to kill this guy. And, and yeah. there's no indication that he woke up that morning saying, I'm going to get on the train and kill somebody today. But there was every indication that this crazy guy uh, got out of bed if he or off the park bench, wherever he was, and said, yeah, I'm going to go back to the uh, subway and I'm going to beat somebody up and harass some people. Now, the big question that the New York officials, including AOC, ought to be answering is how come this guy's been on the street? Why wasn't he either in jail or in a mental institution? Because clearly he needs to be somewhere away from law-abiding citizens. So their policies really ought to be put on trial more than this Marine. This guy, 40 different charges of basically the same crime, and he's still walking around, and he's still free to do it to more people? I don't think that that Marine wanted to take the life of the guy, but it took the Marine and two other guys to just get him under control. If someone's out of control and wild and menacing, you're within arm's reach of getting hit just about from any part of the car that you're in. Kevin, the sad thing is it used to be very safe to ride the subways. Ten years ago or so, you could get on the subway. You could go from... At two in the morning, uh, you could get on the subway at that time. Yeah, and, and you could do it at two in the morning. And you really weren't fearful because New York was a place where the cops were uh, plenteous and they were also in the, really the best in the world. Uh, and there was just a sense that the really bad people had already been carted off to jail. They weren't walking around the streets, whether it was at three in the afternoon or three in the morning. They were in jail where they needed to be. Or they were in a mental institution getting some type of help from their psychosis. But under the policies of the left, what these folks have done is to say, oh, no, it's a terrible thing. It's cruel uh, to incarcerate them. So let's instead lock everybody in their homes and make them scared to death to go get a bag of groceries, for heaven's sakes. I don't understand why people tolerate it. But here's the sad part. A lot of people in New York keep electing these same idiots. And I don't know what they expect, but this is what they're going to keep getting until they finally wake up and say, we're not going to elect these lunatics anymore yeah. because they have more in common with the criminals than they do with the law-abiding citizens. Well, on that note, I, I have to give Eric Adams a little bit of kudos because he, he bit back at AOC yesterday and told her to basically, you know, it's not true. Uh, we, have to, we have to let the process play out. There is a, a mindset, at least with the mayor and the police department uh, here in New York City, that we need to be uh, we need to be stronger on all of this. He's not gotten any help from Albany. He's not gotten any help from the governor, uh, and he's not getting much help from people like AOC, who would be a constituent if she's back in the district. And uh, she's out there saying that he's letting murderers, you know, uh, kill black white white murderers kill black people on subway trains. Race has nothing to do with this. It, this nothing this was to do with race. And you also have a problem with the ridiculously stupid prosecutor Alvin Bragg 
who is spending hundreds of thousands of dollars going after Donald Trump for a process crime that he probably is not responsible for. It's an accounting issue. Instead of going after the people that make life in New York a living hell for people who just want to go to work, come home, uh, take their kids to the park, and they can't do it because they're prisoners to their own homes, scared to death to go out in the city on the street. I hope that the prosecutor's office... I hope the prosecutor's office will interview all of the single moms that were on that train uh, that day, any of them that may have been in that car, and just ask them their thoughts on someone stepping up and putting a bad guy in check. All right, real quickly, what is your uh, what's coming up on your show this weekend? We got Dr. Phil going to be with us this weekend. I'm anxious to uh, be able to visit with him. We've got some fun things to talk about, including uh, what's up with all this transgender stuff. Is it? Mm. Is it legit? Should we be telling parents to go ahead and let your children have this surgery and and have the chemical castrations? Or have we lost our minds? He'll answer that and a lot more tonight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, who's your musical guest this weekend? We've got a wonderful uh, group. It's called the French Family. They are quite unique. And, uh, you know, their music is just extraordinary. And so we're excited about debuting them on television this weekend. And uh, I think people will enjoy them immensely. All right. That's that's some fun stuff. So check out Huckabee Today on TBN. That's 8 and 11 Saturday night, and then it repeats uh, 8 and 11 on Sunday night, same time and place. Governor, I always appreciate your insight. Thank you for being a common-sense American. Kevin, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. You got it. All right, coming up, big, big show. Don't go away. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Inflation is out of control. Grocery bills are insane. Rates on consumer debt, credit cards, charge cards, installment loans are the highest they've been in years. Something has got to give. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you've found the home of your dreams but are concerned about the mortgage rates, you need to give my friends Mike Rakeman and Brian Sheely over at Fellowship Home Loans a call. 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-SAVE. Or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans has access to multiple down payment assistance programs. Consolidating that high interest debt into your mortgage could help you save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars each month. FHL has access to home equity lines of credit if you're in need of cash quickly. They also have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of five-star reviews from happy clients online. So don't delay. 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-SAVE. Or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com, Nationwide Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 819382, Licensed Mortgage Bankers, NYS Department of Financial Services. Whether you own a local business or a global one. 
You know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Does elder care or state law ever confuse you? Does me. That's why I'm glad Mike Connors is available to answer your question every Thursday on Kevin McCullough Radio. Just send him your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. You can get your questions answered here on Kevin McCullough Radio, and he will also uh, answer them on his show, Ask the Lawyer. That's Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and FM 102.3, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Download the AM 570, The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or audio. Do you love to travel and have fun? Have you booked travel for yourself, relatives, business, or church groups? Have you ever thought it'd be fun to have your own travel agent business? Learn how you can earn more, save more, and travel more. Call Winston Ali at 347-494-1528. Claim your independence in 2023 by having your own online travel agent business. Call Winston Ali at 347-494-1528. The team at The Travel Group is looking for women and men who are entrepreneurial and would like to have their own online travel agent business. Claim your independence in 2023 by having your own online travel agent business. Call Winston Ali at 347-494-1528 within the next eight hours to receive a special discount. Learn how you can earn more, save more, and travel more. Call Winston Ali at 347-494-1528. In 2023, have more fun, travel more, and earn more money by starting your own online travel agent business. Call now. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, we've lived through a great degree of cancel culture over the last couple of years, and we've seen it come from elites, we've seen it come from government, we've seen it from uh, uh, academic faculty, we've seen it come from uh, Hollywood and the culture, we see it coming even in some places from uh, religious leaders, uh, particularly those that uh, aren't really religious, they're just more humanistic in how they view things, but that's a separate issue. But it's not often that we have seen uh, students be self-censored by their own student bodies. Uh, But recently, something happened at a college uh, called uh, Whitworth that uh, got the uh, attention of someone from the Heritage Foundation. Giancarlo Canaparo uh, joins us. Uh, Giancarlo, thank you for being here. Um, Your article, A Christian College Becomes Bastion of Student-Led Censorship. Tell us the story. Tell us the context of what you're talking about. Absolutely, and thanks for having me. So Whitworth College is a uh, ostensibly Christian college in uh, Spokane, Washington, and uh, it has given its student government the power to um, approve and disapprove of speakers coming to campus for uh, student events. So there's a conservative group on campus that wanted to invite uh, a Chinese dissident named Xi Van Fleet. Xi Van Fleet uh, now lives in Virginia, um, escaped communist China. She lived through the Cultural Revolution. It has a really interesting story about how 
the Cultural Revolution, you know, uh, starved out ideas. And uh, if you were a dissenter, you would be punished and you couldn't say this or that in your mind. Uh, and your words really weren't free. And she has said and says frequently on social media and in blog posts and things she writes that a lot of this cultural leftism that we see in America today reminds her of it. You're not allowed to say certain things. You get fired if you do. Um, and she says, you know, this looks a lot to me like what I went through through uh, the Cultural Revolution in China, and you shouldn't be doing it. So the conservative group at Whitworth said, we'd like to invite her onto campus to uh, talk about uh, the Cultural Revolution and her experience. Uh, and the um, members of the student government had a conniption fit. Uh, they went through and they saw her social media, uh, and they were just um, terrified uh, that she would come to school and, and say some of the things she said on social Was media. Was she speaking on her social media publicly about current issues like the transitioning of school children and uh, abortion and other things? Well, not all. Not uh, I don't know that she said anything about transitioning or abortion, but on, but but she has draws. But she draws parallels uh, between the Cultural Revolution and some some uh, left wing cultural ideas today. So I'll give you an okay. example. Uh, she she has argued, for instance, that when students on college campuses exercise the heckler's veto, that is, where they scream at a speaker so that he can't speak, uh, she says that reminds her a lot of um, you know Mao's mom who would stop people from sharing ideas that were harmful to the Communist Party. Uh, that particular example is one of the examples that the student senators uh, at Whitworth brought up. Um, she, uh, this student senator said that uh, this is really problematic. Um, she, this, this student senator named Niraj Pandey said uh, that she has uh, uh, she's drawing uh, problematic parallels uh, between the United States and our celebration of diversity to communism. Hmm. Uh, another student body member uh, said that uh, you know her claims are are bold claims, not backed up by anything, and she's just trying to she's just trying to uh, sway thinking a little bit. <laughs> because quote. she didn't live through anything that she'd have expertise uh, right. speaking from. <laughs> this line from one of the campus uh, representatives named Jamie Gassman, sums it up perfectly. Jamie said, uh, look, civil discourse is needed and important, but, and I quote, we need to vote comfortability. Uh, you had the president of the conservative club doing the best she could uh, defending the principles of free speech, and you heard a whole bunch of the student, uh, um, uh, an overwhelming majority of the student senate that was just not interested, and so they refused to let her on campus. What, what observation do you draw from this? I mean, I'm not surprised, but the fact that this was going on at a ostensibly Christian college. Now, now again, ostensibly Christian and, and actually, you know, practically Christian. How, how long has it been since Whitworth was really seen as a hub of Christian activity? You know, I don't know. I was looking over their website in the course of doing research for this, and what I saw is um, you, you'll find statements. They even have a free speech statement. Free speech is very important to us. We value it very much. Of course, they don't uh, actually enforce it. Uh, but there are statements about how important, you know, Christian values are. But at the same time, you'll find a lot more attention on their website um, to diversity, equity, and inclusion principles. Oh. They have a land apology statement where they apologize for occupying land that was once owned by certain Native American tribes. They talk about how, you know, uh, the sort of usual platitude, diversity is our strength. Of course, what they mean is uh, color diversity, uh, sexual orientation diversity, 
Um, so, you know, a lot of the, the very typical sort of left-wing, quasi-religious cultural observations, they've done sort of a, a job to sort of try to blend them with uh, notions of Christianity. Uh, but really, the, the institution has been conquered by uh, left-wing cultural ideology. Do you find this to be um, the case in other ostensibly Christian schools? Yes. So, yes. Uh, and the reason I think that is, not all of them, but some of them do. And the reason is um, because a lot of the left-wing cultural ideology, especially the obsession with uh, race and oppression, uh, that sort of language is framed in terms of righteousness, right? It is righteous to fight oppression. It is righteous to lift up people who have been downtrodden by society. Uh, and, you know, Christianity sounds righteousness as well. But a lot of these Christian schools never bother to ask the question, is woke righteousness the same thing as Christian righteousness? Yeah. Uh, and if you do a little bit of digging, obviously they're not the same at all. Um, and a lot of, but a lot of Christian schools either don't have uh, the discernment or the strength of character uh, to stand up for what's true. Do you foresee other schools having similar censorship issues in the near future if this is in fact a trend that you're spotting on other campuses? Oh, I don't have to foresee it. Uh, it is it is here and it is everywhere. Uh, there isn't a week that goes by that there isn't at least one censorship issue on campuses. I mean, we just had the Stanford debacle where the Stanford law students shouted down a federal judge, prevented him from giving a speech about, uh, you know, his circuit court's precedent. Uh, there was, you know, there's the Yale event. There's in the recent event, uh, New York schools. I mean, you, you do a little bit of digging and you'll find that Whitworth is very much following and not setting the trend. What are students who truly care about a good education and Christian values? What what are their options? Do they do they stay and and argue it out, or are are they transferring to other schools? What's what what do you sense is the solution there? I think if you are in that position, uh, you you have to stay and fight it out. Um, if you are if you are in that position already, you know you you should stay and fight it out. Uh, it is not appropriate to be quiet and watch civil rights be taken away. But if you can transfer to a school like, say, a Hillsdale College, where uh, these sorts of values are still um, yeah. are still held strong, I would do so. If you are looking to college and not there yet, um, I would pick a school that that values classical principles of education and values the pursuit of truth. Um, yeah, and there's several good ones across the country. Giancarlo Canaparo, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. My pleasure. You got it. Yeah, some that just come to mind, friends, Liberty University, Hillsdale, Grove City, um, even King's College uh, here in uh, in New York City. Uh, just some that I would recommend very strongly for their classical programs. All right, we've got uh, much more straight ahead. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go away. Listen to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. with Pastor David Hernquist of Van Nest Assembly of God in the Bronx. Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We believe that God's word for 2022 is to simply preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus to every people group in the earth. As we pray for the nations to hear about Jesus, we believe for a global awakening to our Savior. We invite you to listen to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Van Nest Assembly of God is located at 755 Rhinelander Avenue in the Bronx, between Holland and Wallace Avenues. VanNestAssembly.com provides 
provides more information about the continuing education classes with Berean School of the Bible through Global University. These courses are designed to help fulfill your calling as a church leader, layperson, or for your personal enrichment. Tune in to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. VanNestAssembly.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. WMCA is proud to announce the date for our upcoming Pastors Appreciation Breakfast and Ministry Exhibition. It's our honor to give back to the hardworking pastors and ministry leaders in our community. Let's get together and be the church. Visit WMCA.com to register today. So spread the word and join us on Thursday, May 11th at Anton's in Queens Village. The Pastors Appreciation Breakfast will include fellowship, worship, an empowering keynote address from Pastor Alan Jackson, And this is a unique moment where the church can gather to encourage each other to press on. So don't miss it. Complimentary breakfast will be provided. Ample parking is available on site. All you have to do is register at WMCA.com. The Pastors Appreciation Breakfast is free for pastors, church leaders, and their guests. But again, you must register at WMCA.com. And if you're not a ministry leader, listeners can purchase tickets for only $15 and still attend. Let's get together and be the church. Visit WMCA.com to register today. The Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast is sponsored by Alliance University. We're entering a time of hostility against the faithful, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral, physical, and even financial basis, unlike any other time in your life. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that you are the one that has to take action to protect and steward the gifts that God has given you. For example, with record high inflation eating away at the dollar, many people's savings and retirement is going to start to evaporate. Fortunately, God always provides a way to fight back. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word DIVINE, D-I-V-I-N-E, to 989898 to get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text DIVINE to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with continued prosperity. A good work partner knows what you need before you need it. That's how it feels when you work with Cintas. Your dedicated Cintas service reps get to know your business and have the industry knowledge that can help you prepare for what's ahead. They'll deliver your team's workwear freshly laundered. Make sure your first aid and safety supplies, mats, mops, and towels are stocked when you need them. And your fire extinguishers are inspected and in working order. Visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes. And soon, you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, unintentionally, today's show has just entirely taken on this theme of good and evil and uh, what's going on in the world around us and how we respond to it. And um, 
My next guest is combating a different form of evil that we have spent some time talking about, but uh, this is a very important month. Uh, May is National Anti-Semitism Month, uh, and we are uh, in firm agreement with those that say uh, the people of Israel and our Jewish friends uh, deserve our kindness and not um, to have to be treated in any way, in any in any fashion as second degree or anything other than um, the same rights and uh, privileges as everyone else. Uh, and someone that's doing something about anti-Semitism, and it is a growing movement, is an organization called Combat Anti-Semitism Movement, CAM. And E.J. Kimball is their director of Christian engagement uh, at CAM, and he joins us now. E.J., thanks for being here. Um, how pervasive for people that that don't see the headlines and maybe don't feel it in their you know corner of the suburbs how pervasive is the issue of anti-semitism particularly in american culture and particularly where the the you know rungs of power uh, have really enabled uh, some very loud voices to come to the fore on this well kevin thanks for having me on and, and appreciate you taking time to talk about this issue because you are correct that unless you are Jewish, unless you have experienced anti-Semitism yourself, or when, God forbid, there is a mass shooting at a synagogue which does get national attention, most people don't hear about the day-to-day activities that are, are occurring to Jews all across the country. Yeah. And it's not just Jews who would look more traditional Orthodox Jews, but it happens to Jews on college campuses. It's happening to Jews just in society at large. And this issue has been exacerbated over the past decade or so. It continues to rise, which is why the combat anti-Semitism movement was formed to serve not just as another group that's fighting against anti-Semitism, but as a movement bringing organizations, not just Jewish organizations, but non-Jewish organizations as well, to partner in combating this evil scourge that, quite frankly, doesn't just impact Jews, it impacts everyone. Because where hate rears its ugly head, it doesn't just focus on one, it focuses on all. I think that... Uh, Christians of all stripe need to be standing with our Jewish brothers and sisters right now uh, because it is more important than ever before that voices for good unite to condemn the evil when it rears its head. That is that is 100 percent correct and, and important to actually put an end to this scourge. As we're now in, in May in Jewish American Heritage Month, what's really significant was that Congress in 2006 passed a bipartisan resolution declaring May Jewish American Heritage Month. But more important than the fact that it's the month, it also called on state and local governments and the people of the United States to observe this month to celebrate the long history of Jewish contributions to the founding and success of our country. Mm. And The role of Jews in the United States and the contributions is also very important. And what we have seen is state and local governments on the municipal level, mayors, 
who are embracing and issuing their own proclamations. There are over 120 organizations and institutions, including the Library of Congress, the New York Public Library, states like Nebraska and Virginia, even cities like Berkeley, California, that have put out proclamations in support of Jewish American Heritage Month. And and it's very important because the fact that it is being mentioned helps bring awareness yeah. to the issue for many. I would add to those civic offices of mayors and governors and people that are doing that, I would like to see pastors at every church uh, embrace solidarity with our Jewish friends. Um, when, when we undergo as Christians uh, systematic cancellation or other things, uh, we, we look to our left and right and say, where's our allies? Well, our Jewish friends need that of us now, and it is a good opportunity for us to show our care and compassion and love for them. And it's a great way of um, unifying uh, what should be a unifying value, and that is that um, hate is not something that we embrace, and certainly anti-Semitism is the cruelest kind of hate that, that is uh, irrational and not based on anything other than just pure evil. Uh, E.J. Kimball, thanks for your good work. Thanks for being with us today, and we'll uh, check in again with you soon. Great. Thanks for having me, Kevin. You got it. Uh, if you want to know more about what they're doing, it's com- CombatAntisemitism.org. CombatAntisemitism.org uh, to uh, see more of what EJ's group is up to. Kevin McCullough coming right back with Bethany Mandel. Stay here. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where author Idala of the author Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Hi, Kevin McCullough. WMCA is proud to announce the date for our upcoming Pastors Appreciation Breakfast and Ministry Exhibition. It's our honor to give back to the hardworking pastors and ministry leaders in our community. Let's get together and be the church. Visit WMCA.com to register today. So spread the word and join us on Thursday, May 11th at Anton's in Queens Village. The Pastors Appreciation Breakfast will include fellowship, worship, an empowering keynote address from Pastor Alan Jackson, And this is a unique moment where the church can gather to encourage each other to press on. So don't miss it. Complimentary breakfast will be provided. Ample parking is available on site. All you have to do is register at WMCA.com. The Pastors Appreciation Breakfast is free for pastors, church leaders, and their guests. But again, you must register at WMCA.com. And if you're not a ministry leader, listeners can purchase tickets for only $15 and still attend. 
Let's get together and be the church. Visit WMCA.com to register today. The Pastors Appreciation Breakfast is sponsored by Alliance University. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570, the Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. AM970, the answer is bringing Dr. Lederman's expertise in alternative cancer treatments to prime time every Monday night at 7. Dr. Lederman is triple board certified in radiation oncology, medical oncology, and internal medicine, and is the first physician to perform non-invasive body radio surgery in the Western Hemisphere, treating thousands of patients covering nearly every size, site, and type of cancer, large and small, primary and metastatic. Listen to Dr. Lederman Monday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins, footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces, and most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1054. 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, uh, always pleased to have Bethany Mandel join me. She's the executive editor for the uh, Heroes in Liberty uh, book series, and she's also co-author of the new bestseller, Stolen Youth. And just reading through all of that uh, will give you an idea of just how uh, in-depth her thinking is in terms of how it impacts uh, cultural uh, culture and life nowadays. She's also a mom raising a large family. I don't know if it's a Mormon-level size of family, but she's commenting in her most recent piece for the Deseret as to something Tucker Carlson referred to in a recent interview. Hello, Bethany. Hi, how are you? So what are exactly Mormon levels of children? Like, uh, do you have to have like 10, 12, 15 to qualify? No, I so I'm in a I'm in a Facebook group for large families and the baseline is four. So I think I think four is when you go from like okay, you have kids to like, wow, you have you have a lot. You've got some huh. kids. Well, since the average, I think, uh, couple now has like 1.7 or something like 1.6, or it's gotten you know fewer uh, with each passing year. This was Tucker Carlson responding to a question from Charlie Kirk at a time when they were sitting down doing a Q and A. And what was his point? This is he he was asked what would be advice that you would give people, and he said, uh, "I would tell them to get married young, have more kids than you can afford, and take a job you're not qualified for." Uh, get married and have a lot of kids, live boldly, stop getting high, stop doing anything that blurs your vision or makes time go faster. 
Uh, wasting time is the one thing you can't get back. Any time I waste it is really bitter for me because it's finite. He went on to say, I want to experience my life as fully as I can. I think that starts with having a ton of kids, like way more, like Mormon levels of kids. I mean that. Yeah, and, and that, you know, so I write for Deseret News, which is an LDS publication, and so that kind of, like, piqued my interest a little bit because I was like, wow, that's that's something interesting to hear, you know, Tucker Carlson saying have Mormon levels of kids. And so, um, you know, it's it's very countercultural now to have Mormon numbers of kids. Most people, as you said, have one, maybe two. Definitely stop once they get that boy and girl, that's for sure. Um, but, I mean, I, I sort of commented on it every time I, uh, I go out in public and people comment to me about the number of kids I have. I, I basically can't go out in the world with all of my children without someone saying something um, because it's become so different to have more than three kids in our society. So what's the what what's your what's some of the thinking behind what Tucker's saying here? Why is it important that uh, people have a lot a lot of children? So I mean, people are not having children anymore, and and I think that you know kids get a really bad rap, and family, and marriage, and all of these sort of traditional things get get a bad rap uh, because I think that there's this idea that anything that is hard is not worth doing. And, you know, kids are hard. I'm, like, the first to tell you that it's, it's not easy having six children. But, you know, it's, it's incredible to me how, you know, when I had my first and then I was pregnant with my second, I was so worried that it was unfair to both of them that I would, um, that I couldn't possibly love my second kid as much as I loved my oldest. And I would... I would, you know, spread my love too thin, and and then you tr- you have that. Well, I know how to solve that. Oh, just wow. have four more. So, then then you don't have to worry about so the, the second one. The love the love just grows, and it just grows and grows and grows, and it grows not just between parents and child, but also between the children themselves. And it's it's such a blessing that they have each other. You know, one day, God willing, many many years from now, I will be long gone, and they'll have each other. The fact that we're just having so many doggone children, and they're going to be. Uh, you know, steeped in the Bible, and they're going to understand, uh, you know, values that, that outlive them, that's going to have a repercussive and I think positive impact for generations to come. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that that's why they're not having children on the left, because we sort of see life and what we're doing with our lives as as meeting a higher purpose and and achieving a higher purpose. And they don't. They don't have that much hope for the future. They think the world is ending and climate change will, you know, destroy humanity and we're all just, you know, floating on a rock until we die. And so, of course, you don't want to have children. Of course, you don't want to bring children into the world because if that's how you view our existence, well, that seems really desolate and dire. Um, And we're having children because we see life as a gift from God and all of us having... Uh, purpose and meaning, and and we want to bring more people into this world who will make it even better. Yeah. No, it's very clear, and particularly if, if people are of biblical mindset, you know, God says to, to fill up the earth and make it full, and 
Uh, and he doesn't mean with a lot of horrible, terrible people. He, you know, this is why he charges parents with, you know, raise your children in the admonition of understanding that they are not their own. They live for my purposes, and there's greater things that can be accomplished because they are there. And he will. You just used a word that was very important. Each person that is born has a purpose, a God-given, I believe, a God-gifted purpose that he has put within them. And when they find that and they unleash that on this on this world around them, great, great things happen. Um, but you'll never know it if you don't have the children. And that's kind of right. the sad. I mean, in some ways, I, I kind of am really happy that the left isn't having kids because I, I think the fewer monsters that reproduce, the better. But at the same time, it's kind of like you'll never know the joy that we're yeah. We're going to die with our loved ones around us holding our hands saying, thanks, Dad, for being there for us. They're going to die yeah. bitter and alone going, why didn't I have kids? Why didn't I make a family? Why didn't I give myself to something that out, outlasted me? Yeah, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, and I don't, I don't think that the other side are oh, the devil. But, um, but I, I think that, you know, national discourse and mental health would be a lot better if more people on the left uh, had kids because it, no it gives you a fire under your bottom fight and to improve and to improve yourself and improve the world. Yeah. And a lot of the left don't seem to have that. Well, and I would just say that's the non-existence of God in their day-to-day uh, mindset and people that I've said, I wrote this in my very first book. It's still true to this day. What separates the left from right is not economic policy or immigration policy. The people on the right acknowledge that there's a God outside of them. He has a purpose for them, and he goes beyond and outlasts them. People on the left, either they don't have an appreciation for God or they don't even think he's there. And if he's there, he doesn't care. And uh, they kind of live in that reality. And one side is a lot happier than the other. I'm not going to give it away, but I kind of know, think I know which side it is. Anyway, Bethany, great piece at the Deseret. Tucker Carlson wants you to have Mormon levels of kids. Is it good advice? Uh, Bethany Mandel saying, yeah, it's good advice. Bethany, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Kevin. You got Thank it. Thank you. Uh, coming right back, uh, my final thoughts straight ahead. Don't go away. Reverse mortgages may seem complicated and even a bit scary, but it doesn't have to be. You have options. Your home is your biggest investment and often your biggest asset. Hi, Todd Avakian here. And Andrew Del Rey from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Reverse mortgages are a way to get cash out of your home and eliminate your monthly mortgage payments forever. You pay back the loan when you no longer live in your property. Andrew and I have helped countless people get a reverse mortgage. It might not be right for everybody, but when it is, it truly is a life changer, helping you preserve your way of life in difficult times. If you're considering a reverse mortgage or need more information on how it works, we'll give you an honest assessment of the options available to you and creative solutions to solve your mortgage issues. Give us a call at 888-888-1172. That's 888-888-1172. Or reach out to us online at andrewandtodd.com. That's 888-888-1172 or andrewandtodd.com. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. 
That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're a serious and qualified SEC accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Get this big tax deduction for 2022. Hurry before it's too late. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Dennis Prager is tired of the fear-mongering. Al Gore and these other crackpots have been saving the world since 1990 at least. Every 12 years we're warned it's too late if we don't do anything. And we uh, do almost nothing except ruin people's lives. The damage that the, 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 the latest panic mongers are doing is daily in the news. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1 right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, friends, uh, we've had an interesting discussion today, starting with the subway issue between the Marine and the young man that uh, uh, was being a menace to everyone around him, uh, and all the way through to our conversation with Bethany Mandel and having more kids and trying to train them in the ways of what is right and good. Um, you you kind of get little snapshots in culture sometimes of where this kind of goes uh, kind of interesting. And this, what you're about to hear is some audio from an airplane uh, where the man who was seated in the window seat uh, is now being harassed by the woman and her husband that sit in the middle in the aisle seat. I guess he had a picture of President Trump on his T-shirt, and this just sent the woman into the crazy land. Take a listen. In the seat saying that I came here to celebrate today. Is there going to be a problem? Yeah, I would like for him to change seats with someone. No, we're not. I'm going to get somebody. Well, you don't have that right. So I will get somebody to come and talk. You pretend you have the moral high ground, but you put that man's finger on the knee of your butt. So at this point, the uh, captain is asking another flight attendant to come take her off the plane. But she had evidently been harassing uh, the young man for quite a while. And you heard a little bit of kind of what she was doing there, you know, you can't you can't support that man. You put his finger on the nuclear button, and 
and he doesn't believe. And she holds up her fingers, and it's like she's talking to a three-year-old. He doesn't believe in climate change because it's a theory. Did you know gravity is just a theory? Actually, that's not true. Gravity is a law, the law of gravity. Uh, it is provable. It works. It happens. Uh, you drop a dime from the top of the Empire State Building, it's going to embed itself in whatever it hits uh, at the sidewalk level. If that's a human being, if it's uh, if it's the cement, whatever it is, it's it's going to it's going to hit it hard because gravity has pulled it towards the core of the planet. That is not a theory. That is a law. Climate change is a theory. It's a theory that scientists still disagree about. But the left, the hard left, they don't want to have a discussion about even the science involved. And this is where they have spilled over into all the other things. The reason they want to transition your kid at the school that they go to is because they don't believe in the science of God deciding the gender or the sex of your child, which Genesis 1 pretty much makes clear God decides at birth. And we know that that's scientifically accurate because the genome code that is found within you is your serial number for life, and it says if you're male or female. Even if you're born with both parts, your genome knows what, you know, that that 1% or less of people that have that kind of one anomaly, um, their genome knows. Friends, it's not those of us that fear God and live by his standard that have any reason to worry. And it's the worry that's driving the desperation of the other side. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.